Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Boston's only classic rock morning show, 100.7 WZLX. It's Kenny Young. It's Pete McKenzie. It's Heather Ford on this Wednesday, 722. 36 degrees. I'm just going to tell you that the headline on, uh, it was on the AP this morning. It says, truck driver performs Heimlich on choking woman along Chicago, Chicago area highway. I'm going to show, I showed okay. Pete this morning. Yeah. This is the picture of the man. All right. Now he is former, I don't know, former or retired military. So he's got it in him. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking to myself, so she, he describes it. He's on the side, of, she's on the side of the road. He's driving past. He sees her with the universal, you know, hands on throat. I'm choking. Driving with her knees then? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeff Hannis, who pours concrete for the company Ozinga, was at a job site last Saturday off I-55 in Bolingbrook when this unknown woman, whose face we've blurred, drove up to his parked truck. She raises her hands towards her throat, and that's the international sign for choking. So I asked, are you choking? And she... You see that in the stands at Patriots games, by the way. Clearly said <laughs> yes. So Hannis performed the Heimlich maneuver, thrusting once on her abdomen... And then twice, dislodging what was choking her. That woman still in shock, returning to her vehicle, where Hannah says two toddlers were in the back. Then it hit me that if this would have went wrong, it could have went really, really wrong. What if she passed out and the vehicle flipped? Yeah, Yeah. with the two toddlers. So I know how to do the Heimlich. I know how to do, uh, we don't do mouth-to-mouth anymore. We just do chest compressions for the other, for CPR. Well, if you want to lead to something more than dinner, you do mouth-to-mouth. I mean, they tell you not to do mouth-to-mouth anymore. Keep just putting pressure on the heart. What about the ruler? Do you stick the ruler in there to pull the tongue out? Uh, if they're choking on yeah. it, I don't yeah. know. I know how to use that defibrillator, which you two would also know how to use. Is that the AED machine? Yeah, it, it, all the directions are on it. So I'm just, I know how to do these things. Mm. I'm just wondering if someone pulled up to me and had that sign, if I would be able to go, th- like, I know I'd try. Would you launch into action? Is I would, what you're saying? Well, two things. One, would I launch into action? I'd like to think yes. Yeah. And yeah. two, do would I do it properly or would I just be breaking ribs? Well, that's the thing about the Heimlich maneuver. You got to get under when you the get the floor. training. Uh, Carlson and I both had the training for the Heimlich maneuver, and you reach around and you pull up underneath, With you know, the underneath the sternum. Yep. You know, which is that, that point between the ribs. Oh no, I know you that. Get down there and you. Oof, you go I know. Up underneath. Oof, up I know. Underneath. But okay. in a panic, would I perform it properly or injure somebody further? I've become <laughs> very aware of the things I'm capable and not capable of doing while panicking. Have you had training? Uh, yeah. Well, then you would. You do it right. I'd do it right. I know I would. I hope to. I had someone uh, have a heart be- attack on top of me while I was eating uh, dinner or breakfast at a restaurant w- with the kids. And the yeah. only reason why I stopped them from continuing their fall was because they were about to fall in a high chair filled with my child. Oh, <laughs> oh you're running block. I, yeah. I was. I saw them start to get I, as they were approaching down the the walk, yeah. you know, to get out to pay. Yeah. I noticed it was a tiny little breakfast place. I noticed they were wobbling. And then as they got closer, my kid was in one of those wooden high chairs. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's what we kept in our house, too. So he's in there and the person starts to collapse and he, my husband's back is to them. He can't see him. And I just launched up and like held them in the air. Protect the they would have fallen first. on your kid. Yeah. They would have, but I think everybody was like thankful that I stopped the person from hitting their head. But in mm. my mind, I stopped them from breaking my child's neck. Yeah, mm. which is more right? important. For me, uh, right. at the moment. <laughs> Immediate family. But that reaction was based on my child. Mm. I don't know if William wasn't there. Would I have stopped that person from falling? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. It's a moral question, but it's also, I mean, I would think the only formal training I've had in that arena was in high school when they had the Recessa Annie doll. Yeah. And we all had to put our mouths on it and then wipe it with bleach. So the next kid got bleach when they did it. Mm -hmm. And then we had to do the chest compressions to staying alive. I remember that. Staying alive. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's all you do. Yeah. Just the chest compressions. Even in the 90s when I was getting that training, it was to stay in alive, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what song they're using. What yeah. song are you all using now? Is Stayin it like alive? Bruno Mars or something? Well, do they anybody they even know Staying Alive? Yeah, I think they do. Sure. Uh, my kids don't know Staying Alive if they're learning that song. Well, yeah. maybe they should. It may- yeah, should learn it. <laughs> I'll put that on my list of things I need to get to. What sounds like Staying Alive? 
I don't, I don't know think... if you can do anything fast. <laughs> right. I don't know. I'm not sure fast, it's been sampled by now here in 2023. Don't make it heavy metal. Our ribs will be cracked. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hey, listen. Good news, bad news situation. Uh, this is the final week of the $1,000 bribe. I know. I know. After, what, seven weeks of uh, dishing out thirteen grand every single weekday? We're in the final days of it. The final payoffs. Yes, we're bribing you to listen. It's all perfectly legal. We ran a pest corporate. So 9-10 this morning will be your first of 13 opportunities to become a thousandaire here at ZLX. Check it out. Hey, just think, Metallica fans. Only 261 more days until we get them at Gillette Stadium. The M72 No Repeat Weekend World Tour. It's 100.7 WZLX. Boston's only classic rock. Kenny Young, Pete McKenzie, Heather Fodd. Hey, we were just talking about uh, the, the music involved that you should do for chest compressions, CPR. Yeah, well, the question came up was, staying alive, does the younger generation know that song? Right, Heather? Right. Well, I don't know. If my, my kids might know it from, like, a, a cartoon. Yeah. I this is what you're supposed to do in, for uh, chest compressions. Madagascar. The cartoon Madagascar. That might be it. That might be their only... Uh, Witnessing of that song. Do you know, ironically, that record was released on this date 46 years ago today. What? Wow. That's crazy. We were just talking about that. Yeah, that's nuts. Well, there are options uh, for the 100 to 120 beats per minute kind of song that you need to sing in your head when you're providing chest compressions to a victim. Yeah. So. Uh, for my kids to know. I, I'm sure they know this one. Oh, I'm doing it right, right now. So it's the perfect amount. That right? song could this. actually this save it. lives. Yes. That's what you're saying? Yeah. And all it takes is 10 seconds of that song for it to be in the head of all our listeners for the rest of the day. You're welcome. There you go. Now that's stuck in your head as it is ours. How about yeah, but every time it comes on now, I'm going to do this with my hands. I'm going to do the chest impression. <laughs> right, I noticed that. <laughs> yeah. How about uh, Lady Gaga? Oh. Just dance. Her. She's got one. Let's see. Yeah. It works. It's the beats per minute. That's the key to the whole thing. Right. And for you classic rock fans out there, uh, American Woman by Tom Petty fits the beat. Yeah. Oh. And so does Another One Bites the Dust, it so happens. <laughs> if you're trying to save I somebody's bet life. I there's a Dawkins song that has it, too. Yeah. Dawkins, right. <laughs> and then tell them the saddest one. The saddest one? The saddest one on the oh, list. Oh, I know. I wanted to avoid it completely. Because it's Queen. Uh, Dancing Queen by Dancing ABBA. Queen. Which I think is way too slow. Uh, as a but it's, song. it's the same beats per minute as Staying Alive. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it right? still strikes me as being a slow song. Or maybe in my head it's a slow song. But yeah. Well, it's like Bare Naked Ladies is one of the songs. Like, you know, are you going to remember all the words to a Bare Naked no. Lady? No. no. Staying Alive is so easy. Staying Alive. Stayin That's all you got to do is repeat Staying Alive. And, and right? say baby it to shark. them out loud yeah. as you're doing it, right? right? Yeah, or you can put the Baby Shark lyrics over the Staying Alive beat <laughs> right. if that works for you. 746 here this morning. What's going on with Boston's only classic rock morning show on 100.7 WZLX. Fingers crossed. It is. Fingers crossed there's no extraneous audio in the background Yeah, like we had yesterday. It doesn't matter. It's just so sharp. Okay, you know, Kevin's not messing with us today. I think we're good. Okay, so um, I have an inspection on the schedule today at 11 a.m. I just got a text from the uh, Greater Boston, is it Urology? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's my annual prostate exam. Oh. Have, I've told you this before because this is this is going to be my fourth visit with this guy. You remember I had the perfect prostate. It was inspected twice in one of one I, visit. You know what, Pete? I don't remember things about your prostate. Okay. Uh, Hasn't your prostate like been published in medical journals? It should have been, apparently. Because, what about your colon? Doesn't that get good grades, too? Well, you know, I haven't had the colon looked at for quite a few years. What? Yeah. Since Kevin and I had ours done. Oh. Yeah. But you got a good grade. I, I got a good grade, but I did mm. have some polyps removed. But I probably should go. Should go every three years. Check it bro. out. Three yeah. years? It's supposed to be three years. Oh How God. long has it been? A man of your stature? It's been yeah. at least five or six. Since Kevin and I went? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's we got to be We were at Leo and Birmingham. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. And we just had our <sighs> six-year anniversary last week. So, yeah. yeah seven. Right. Well, I look at my mom. She's 92. She's never had one done. She doesn't eat. Yeah. So. There's also Colaguard. Right. Which oh, yeah. You could do that. Too. I don't even know what that is. That's where you poop in a box. Yeah. And you oh. mail it. My wife did that. Yeah. 
Oh. oh, why did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. My wife Sorry, in honey. a box. Yeah. <laughs> That's my poop in a box. Wow. Oh, that that could right. be a, sa- a save your life song right there. So what I look yeah. forward to, uh, and I will uh, walk into the office with my phone on uh, record. I always looked forward to the small talk with this guy. Yeah, because you, you know what you're going in for. He knows why you're there. That's what he does for a living. He does He's it all day. He's looking forward to it. Well, so he creates... They probably all do it. You're like, looking you backwards to it. Do you, Does anybody ever walk into an examination Bring like that? Bring it on, With their pants down already? No. No, right? I mean, there's got to be some setup. Small talk. Doctors have seen everything, though. Mm. Like, nurses have seen everything. So why don't they just say, pull your pants down. Look, you ready? Pull your pants Moon down. Moon no, River. Because it, it's too intru- it's an intrusive examination, so yeah. they have to... Remove your trousers. How's things going? How oh, you feeling? Right. As they're unbottoning your pants? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you Can got you one imagine? of those? <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. You get snacks first? Is, is that a reach-around, or do they know. just... Is that right well, in front of you? you're facing them at first. <laughs> Listen, I know it's life-saving, and we need these medical professionals to do these kinds of inspections oh, yeah. and examinations. Right. I know that, and I appreciate what they do. But I got to wonder, at what point in medical school does somebody look in the mirror and go... Prostates are my thing. That's what I got to do. Yeah, I know. Or I don't know. For others, it's feet, right? which I could never get into. Uh, nor could I get into this area. Right, you know? podiatry, prostates... Yeah, the colon. Necessary, but curious that that's what you wanted to specialize Did in. Did they find out at some point that there's a shortage of these, you know, as, as they're going through Oh, this is where school? I'm going to make the money because everybody's going to need it. It's going to be really important. Yeah. I think a lot of people do choose um, parts of medical, the medical field because of that. Yeah. Like, how am I going to be the most employed? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's where, like IT. Where's my longevity? Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'll. Uh, it's obviously what we all thought. <laughs> Did you have to prep <laughs> right. for it today? Because it's not like a colonoscopy. It's funny. My it's wife has the same. Now, I know uh, women don't go through the prostate exam, right? They go through something a little different. I'm not even going to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. So um, she. They take a piece of us every time mm. just yeah. to give you an idea. Yeah, my wife did ask me, um, so do you have to fast for that? And I'm like, oh, no. And I know it's running through her mind. Yeah. Like, what's he going to find when he when he goes in? Well, yeah, I'm sorry, I made that face because when you bring that up the woman matter. one, I get all, it's just, yeah. I think about what they do to us. No, I know. <sighs> yeah. So, uh, no prep for that. Right. And no blood pressure checks or anything like that. They just go in, small talk, pull your pants down, do this, get out of here. Yeah, mm-hmm. just in time for lunch, and they don't clip just, a piece off of just you. Just in time for lunch, <laughs> it is the the most uncomfortable two seconds. Well, I hope you treat yourself today, <laughs> yes, Peter. I will. All right. At least it's warm. You may need a stiff drink after that today, <laughs> or before. Mm-hmm. Don't say stiff. Oh, seven fifty one here in this Wednesday morning. Hey, keep in mind, less than an hour away, we're clashing. Classic rock clash will get you into the bush show at the Providence Performing Arts Center. Coming up 8.40 here this morning on ZLX. From the Planet Fitness WZLX Studios. Horizon Smile. Now, now, now. Thanks for making us part of your morning. Headlines with Heather. People are idiots. Great story. Make your morning fun. On 100.7 WZLX Boston. It's funny that when I was asking you if you had the song, I, in my mind it was Letter in a Bottle. <laughs> and um, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, and you were like, you mean message in a bottle? Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah. Did you see? So I've never thrown anything in a bottle and thrown it in the water. <laughs> right. Ever. But when I see these stories, I always think to myself, well, wouldn't that be fantastic if it actually did take years and years? And so CVB this morning, Sandwich, Massachusetts, a fifth grader's message from 26 years ago was found in France. There we go. So isn't this song kind of sad? Is it? I think it's a lament. Yes, it is. So someone was on a beach in France and saw a letter from a Cape Cod elementary school student. I mean, you got to be in the right place. That's 1997? Yeah, because your bottle, because so that child was a little, it's now a little older than Sam. That's 26 years? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So inside there was a letter from October 1997 written by then fifth grader Ben Lyons. Uh, the bottle and its message was part of a science project about ocean currents, hmm. erosion, and climate change. And all of those things have changed since then. Mm, yeah. So he now lives in D.C., but his parents still are on the Cape. So I just, that's that's like a good one. I feel like most of the bottles end up like, you ever see those pictures that's where they show? a big, oh, good for you is what that is. It really is. <laughs> Do you, remember, you ever see those pictures where there's like miles and miles of like, it's just a dump in the middle of the ocean, and it's just all the garbage oh, that the can plastic. float. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you ever yeah. seen that? Oh yeah, 
Yeah. I the currents think, have brought it together and it's yeah. moving as Isn't a mass. Isn't it like the size yeah. of Rhode Island or it something? It is. Yeah. It's one in of, the South Pacific. One of them is the size of Rhode Island, right. yes. Which so, is still a dot on the ocean, but still. It's just crazy land. You and, heard my idea for that, right? No. You you gather all that up with uh, incredibly large nets. Mm-hmm. And you, wa- you launch it into space. With all the other garbage <laughs> out there? The yeah, that's right. Because yeah. there's so much, which we'll get into later. Uh, so so for all of you out there, like, I'm going to put a message in a bottle and I'm going to float it out. Good. Now, I'm assuming this was plastic and not glass. Mm. I don't know. I mean, does I feel like a glass bottle is more likely to uh, be break on right. something. Yeah. Well, or break on... It would uh, last that's true, too. Oh, yeah. actually, no, plastic would last longer. Mm. Plastic that lasts, lasts like forever. 300 years. Mm. Yeah, that's the whole point. So I, I just... Congratulations to the. This is, this is a time capsule that worked, right? Right, because we've talked in the past about people who open time capsules, like the one at West Point, and they couldn't quite make out what was in it, and it was probably Robert E. Lee who was part of that, and and there's just mud, or people who open their time capsule too soon. Mm. Uh, I know mm. Kevin used to complain about it. If it's not a hundred years, why you open your why time you capsule in twenty five? This is a message in a bottle. It's cool. It's different. This guy is holding up. This is the French guy holding up the letter that he pulled out of it. Okay. It even looks like a prop from a movie. Uh, like it's crinkled on the sides. Yeah. And, now he and Ben are friends, I'm sure, for life. Well, they're dating. <laughs> yeah. No, they're they not. An online relationship. <laughs> Benjamin. Yeah. You said the kid that wrote it is in D.C. Does it say what he's doing for a living? Uh, like what does he do now? Um, like, did he become I, like a climate activist? Did he become mm. like... Oh, I don't know. Or is he like a male gigolo? He writes like, messages. Is he a male gig? Why does it have to be one or the other in such a dramatic fashion? Why can't he just be a teacher? You never know. <laughs> you is, never know which path you're going to go down. Why is he either working to save the planet or he's working to make someone happy for money? No, he's a huge John Voight fan. I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I can find out, but I probably won't because after I'm done talking about this, I will promptly forget about it, to be quite honest with you. Um, there's one a lesson for everybody. I brought it up at 530, and now that all the kids are in school, at least the ones that could do this. I'm going to tomorrow. <laughs> oh, tomorrow, right? Yes, oh, yes. So don't listen to me if you're an Andover. <laughs> um, is that they're having a problem? And Kenny's brought it up on the air uh, in the past when he's done headlines. I've been bringing it up for years. I don't understand it, but people pointing lasers at pilots that are flying into Logan, and it's happening. The last three, and they happen in succession. Quick, success. we're happening at five forty in the morning. <laughs> So besides us and people in the 530 club who are going to work that early, who's awake just sitting on their front steps or their back patio going, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to blind some pilots who are flying into Logan. (laughs) Yes. With those kinds of laser beams. Medlas. That's what they are. They're medlas. I just don't understand. It's like driving down a street with a baseball bat and knocking over mailboxes. Why? For what? Mailbox, Just to be destructive? I think these people want to be destructive. Well, that, that brings me to the point of it then is the reason why I wasn't doing it around school time. Uh, but I don't I don't actually think these are kids. The people who are breaking mailboxes tend not to be 45-year-old guys hanging out with their buddies or their mm-hmm. wife. Like, their wife's like, we're coming back from a restaurant. Grab your bat. We're going to break some mailboxes. It's usually kids. Mm-hmm. And lasers are usually, like, this kind of idea to me is, seems like a kid thing, except for the 540 in the morning part. Yeah, right. Like right. Teenagers seems, are up at that hour, honestly. I mean, they might be, but they're definitely not doing that. They're just staying awake from the night before. Like, mm. what? This seems What's like a, good a grown spot for person. That? Like, would Southie be a good spot for that? East Boston. East Boston. Winthrop. Win- Winthrop. Orion Heights. I mean, I don't know. To get that kind of angle, yeah. I don't know if the angle has to be actually not right near the landing area. Area. Yeah. So it might not be East Boston or, or Winthrop. And is it someone who's mad about the Sumner? And they're just like, I listen, you yeah. keep closing my tunnel yeah. and I'm going to flash well, lasers well, at you. Let's be honest. But well, you haven't heard of any uh, uh, apprehensions or arrests, right? No, I mean, it's been going on for a couple of years now, right? It's been going on for as long as we've had lasers. Mm. Lives like people lives just in their stake, hands. Man. I'm, I can't believe they can't track them somehow, you know? I mean, well, where they're the, coming from exactly. Cause they're it's blinding a, the, the pilots, so that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. It's not like one of them. On approach. Take, yeah. Or, yeah. Right. Taking out their, their camera to take a picture. Stop it. That's I know. All I, can say. I know. I, and, and so then when I first started doing these stories, I thought to myself, am I doing this accidentally when I'm flashing a laser on the carpet in the wall of my house to make my dogs go oh, crazy? Because right. <laughs> that's what I do. I, I make them chase little laser lights. Because yeah. I got one on a keychain. I'm like, oh, look at this. Yeah. I can't accidentally flash that over my window in my house and blind a pilot. I don't correct? know. I don't right. know. No, I'm at, no, you don't because, know. No, because you're moving it around constantly. They're, they're poor. 
pointing at, at something, a specific Plus, spot. It, I don't right? think... Right, you're, you're moving it around the ground to make the dog chase it. How big is their laser? <laughs> That's like, what I'm saying. So mine's this tiny <laughs> little... Laser. How big's your laser? Yeah. Mine's a tiny little keychain, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and it's a little red dot. I feel like these are green. Are these green? Green, they look yeah. green. Or is that just the picture they they're showing us? Some sort of commercial grade laser pointer that you... What is that, for though? How big purpose? is a commercial grade laser it, pointer? Want me to go to Amazon and look? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, no, I don't want to be tracked. <laughs> by the police. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, they're like, we got a hit. It's in Medford. There's like, a are guy they, looking for a I'm okay with searching laser. porn sites. But maybe, not, they're yeah. the, maybe they're the laser pointers that, like, surveyors use. You know what I mean? Maybe they're more commercial oh, grade, Williams long learned distance. how to use that in his engineering program at Tri-County. Exactly. It, as opposed to the keychain ones for pets. Because I don't think that one's going that far. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Can I no accidentally way. blind a pilot while playing chase the laser light with my dogs, mm-hmm. my dumb dogs, who will chase it as long as right. I'm flashing it. Up a wall. Oh, my God. So many. What My Danes, they'll chase a light reflection off of my uh-huh. watch for hours. <laughs> That's how sad they are. Wow, there's one on Amazon the size of a bazooka. You want to see it? Yeah. I'm just kidding. Oh, no, there all, isn't one. They're all small. <laughs> Look at me. I'm like, yeah, I'd like to see that. They're all tiny. Yeah. So I can accidentally blind a pup. Great. Oh. ZLX weather, sunny with highs around 50. And I have to rethink how I play with the dogs. Same for tomorrow, but warmer with highs around 60. 36 degrees in Boston. I'm Heather Ford on 100.7. Boston's only classic rock morning show. It's 100.7 WZLX. Pete, I don't want to spoil it, but... Uh, I Don't then. All right. All right. I, I'm not going to spoil it, but okay, I will okay. say this. I Just during that song, I, I may have discovered... Your Christmas gift for 2023. That's that's all I'm going to say. All right. Well, leave it at that. Why don't don't you just wait for Richie Sambora to rejoin? Uh, That would be nice. There's there's been some chatter. Richie has been on some podcasts recently with them, and uh, and he's been saying it. It seems like it's almost inevitable that that's going to happen. Good. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, Eight twelve, nearly eight thirteen. Now I want to be accurate for the listeners. Boston's Classic Rock here on this Wednesday, already the 15th of November. It's just flying by at a breakneck pace. Heather? I'll tell you this. Ides of November. <laughs> Ides of November. <laughs> the 15th of every month is the Ides. The Ides. Yeah. And payday. <laughs> oh, it's a payday this mm. Oh, I like where your head's at. But what about this? Boston's Classic Rock. WTF. What the? What the? What the? What the? It's the, what the f- moment of the day on WCLX. Well, coming off the heels of your airplane uh, story with the laser pointers, and it's still happening to these pilots. I just, just ordered one, by the way. No, Amazon. you didn't. Yeah, it's in my basket. I haven't ordered it yet. Don't but I'm, order I'm getting it. One. I'm getting one. Why? For what? Because it's there, and I need, I need to you have need one. You need a laser pointer? Yeah, I want to point it at the stars. Point, he's going to point it at our I faces. I still want a lightsaber, <laughs> but I'm not going to order one right now. <laughs> okay, all right. I just don't see a practical use for it. Uh, let's take you to JFK real quick. You going uh, to Queens? There's a 747, a cargo plane that leaves out of JFK on its way to Belgium. It's into Brussels, I guess. Bit of a long trip. Shortly after takeoff, they had a situation where the pilot had a call back to air traffic control and request to return to the airport. Let's take it away with the pilot here. Yes, sir. uh, We are a cargo plane. Uh, We have live animal horse on board the airplane. And the horse managed to escape his stall. <laughs> and uh, the um, co-pilot can't go back there and wrangle him back Would into a stall. Would you go back and mm. wrangle that thing? Somebody yes. get a carrot. What, yeah. if, what if it's a Mustang and it's wild? The it's horse. Not, there's, not, they're not, there's not a cargo of wild <laughs> horses uh, in the bottom of this flight to Belgium. All what? I can picture is this thing just running amok on a plane back and forth, <laughs> trying right. to find the mini bar on board. Uh, we don't have... A, a problem as of flying wise, but we need to return return back to New York. We cannot get the horse back secure. <laughs> well, it's not going anywhere. If it's not a problem flying, the plane keeps but flying. Well, cargo planes, cargo planes uh, don't typically fly with a Wrangler, right? Because it's a cargo plane. No, you get a no, pilot, no. co-pilot, navigator. Nobody from Yellowstone on board. I would have the co-pilot go and at least try. <laughs> right. Can you? Can, well, can you access that area of your plane? I don't know. I think they'd have to. But I agree with the other because a trip to Belgium is long enough. Now you got to turn around, land, and go again. But the pretty, you know, that's a fancy horse. That fancy horse will do what you ask it to do, won't it? Do you hear the poor mm. pilot? He's like, "There's nothing wrong with the plane, <laughs> right. but there's a horse loose." Yeah, right. And I guess if we hit turbulence, that's bad news, right? Yeah, but yeah. You, I mean, yeah, you don't want a horse. To, yeah. yeah. 
But wouldn't you try? Wouldn't you try to get yes, a horse back I in would. its area? And I have no uh, horse abilities experience. with yeah. horses. Oh, and they None. scare me. Yeah, yeah, but I would still try. Right, yeah. so I didn't I'll have to turn check. around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I think at the end of the day here that this horse was trying to outdo that guy that had di- diarrhea on the flight oh, a couple weeks back. Oh, this is the one who back. dragged Remember it that? through the aisle. Can you imagine the horse mess in that? Well, uh, you know the horse pooped in the cargo area. You know it's more had solid, to, right? Yeah. And grassy. Uh, now they're going to have to put it's not filled with meats. Yeah, right. Horses don't right. eat meats. No, it's got oh. hay sticking out. Yeah. Oh. That was the what the f*** moment of the day. Weekdays at 8.15 on 100.7 WCLX. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Boston's only classic rock morning show. It's 100.7 WZLX. It is 823. I'm completely ready to go right now. It doesn't matter because I'm going to the bathroom. I'm looking at horses, (laughs) going to the bathroom. (laughs) We're looking at Clydesdale. One of my friends was explaining the horse that was on. It's it's, it's spelled drought, but maybe it's draft horse is the way it's pronounced. It's Belgium. My friend Brian was texting me. He said they're about 2,000 pounds. You wouldn't want them hitting the side of the plane. Um, And I looked them up and they look like uh, they look like Clydesdales. Yeah. 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 They're giant, so just to follow up on that one, huge, um, huge, giant horses. So that's I, a ton. That's a ton. That's right. Two thousand ton of horse. Yeah, moving yeah. around that's a plane. That's a lot of glue. That wouldn't make sense. No. Yeah, it's, it's you wouldn't just, want that. It's just a lot. Um, so I have a question, and it, Pete and I were asking each other this this morning, and maybe you have an answer. So, like, all on Facebook, or it's mostly Facebook. If I'm looking for work, or I don't, I don't haven't seen it as much on Instagram, but some people will tell me. Not looking for work, but looking for your job yeah, currently. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm not looking for work, or am I? I don't know. Um, they, th- things will pop up like, so-and-so is interested in, and so it'll be like, you know how Kenny Chesney's coming to Gillette, and there's like mm-hmm. a third show? Oh, yeah. It'll be like, so-and-so is interested in Kenny Chesney. And I'm like, why do I care? You know what I mean? And then it'll be, and then it'll pop up again, like someone else, like, so-and-so is also interested in Kenny Chesney. Do, do you, they have to click on something for me to know that they're interested... Why? Yes. Why? Do they why? have to click on an interest button? I don't. I don't know. That? I've never clicked interested on anything. So is this? Are are people? So my question is: mm-hmm. Are people clicking on that not to tell me they're interested, but are they clicking on it to save it? You know how you click on things on social media, so not because you necessarily want to click on it, but you want to remember that to come back to it like almost bookmark it yeah like bookmark it yeah is that what that crap is because i all i am is inundated with how many people are interested in kenny chesney right oh, now yeah yeah plus, plus the ones for uh so-and-so responded to an event happening in your area yeah i'm and so it's tired like, of that that's right. great that that person's going to do that but i don't need to know that they're going i want to yeah, see yeah, your, yeah no yeah. i hear you show There's me so your many. kid pictures show me your food for all i care show me uh anything but i don't want to know that you're interested in an event from two years from now or mm-hmm. a year from now or whatever i don't know why i don't know it annoys me there's yeah. got a way be a way to turn those notifications off like on facebook well you something. know you realize my mom linder um she doesn't understand you know when you click on a game or anything and it says do you want uh, or allow or not allow certain things to happen right she never hits don't allow on anything <laughs> she doesn't no oh, and, oh yeah and not only does it uh, inundate her which i guess she likes so I'll, I'll, she's, I'm friends with my mom on Facebook, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and all of a sudden I see that Linda's got 15,000 coins on whatever slot machine, uh, video game she's playing. Because she always allows. Yeah. Constant. No, it, it's constant. It's yeah. like Linda did this. Linda did that. Right. Linda will share. <laughs> Linda. And it's not anything about her life. It's, it's not relevant to you. It's relevant to Linda. It's not even real. It's all about a fake slot game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't want to. So you know where she stands with that, at least. You don't have to talk to her about that. Right? Uh, you call her. I do. You know where she's at. Yeah, I do talk to her, and I say, Mom, <laughs> please, for all that's good and holy, please get control of the fact that you're telling everybody all of the things you're doing with right. fake slot machines. And how often you're playing these games. Well, she, she, needs the word, yeah. she needs to learn the word don't. She, well, look, don't I'm just gonna, allow. I'm going to show don't. you. This is her feed from top to bottom. That's it. 
That's all yeah, it is. Posting her little uh, app game. You think results. it's funny, and and all it is. This <laughs> is just hilarious. like a couple Mega of days. Win. Oh May, my god! Yeah. What? What? Why are we seeing that? Like, like I'm I, tired of it. Right. I just want. Can we go back to pictures of your family and pictures of your food? I'm gonna piggyback that real quick with the fact that uh, I I don't do Wordle. My wife does, and friends of ours do, but they send it to each other, which I think you do, right? We are, well, my father, my sister, and my son, and my brother. We're right. in a, we call ourselves Wordlers, but we just do it via text. Right, You'll right. never see on social media that I've wordled. Exactly. But if you guys noticed, I'm still calling it Twitter. I don't care what Elon says about X. Uh, you see on like Twitter and on Facebook is you'll see daily the, the little wordle results. Yeah, people post it on. And how many it, ch- chances it took them to get the word, right? Oh, news anchors do I'm, it. I've I'm, seen news anchors do it. But I'm like, as someone you're, who's you're not done with it. it, I'm like, uh, I, I don't need to see that. Right. Like, that's cool. It's yeah. great that you're doing it. And like I said, you know, my wife and you guys, you do it amongst friends and you text it. Like, that's fine. That's, yeah. You know, it's friendly competition. Yeah. Whatever, but but the, like, al- the amount of useless information on social just, that we have to sift through. I just think right? I'm interested in. Right. I think that's the part that annoys me the most. The I'm interested yeah. in. Yeah. I'm glad you're interested in going to a concert in a year. But I, why do I? But it must be a bookmark. Mm-hmm. It, for like, because these are people that I like. And they're normal. Yeah. It must, it must, right? It's just a bookmark, so they remember to go to this concert or buy tickets to it? I don't know. Okay. I don't know how it works. All right. Well, I just want to state for the record I'm done. <laughs> You're done with that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to state for a record this Saturday. My wife and I are going to a new restaurant in Ashland, which I'm sure you'll hear about on Facebook. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no, you won't hear about it on Facebook. And I'll, I'd love to see the picture of you and your wife at this restaurant in Ashland. I'd that, like to see the food. Right. Exactly. Oh, I just okay. don't want to see that you're interested in going next year. Okay. <laughs> How's that? What about Metallica in 261 days? Can we post about say 261 oh, years? Oh, jeez. It's a lot of interest. Yeah. It'll be AI Metallica at that yep. point. Uh, 829 here in this Wednesday morning. Keep in mind, uh, now we're in a 10-minute window here. 840, Classic Rock Clash. Your chance to win your way to fabulous Providence to catch Bush live in concert. Coming up, 840, Boston's only Classic Rock Morning Show. 100.7 WZLX. Kenny Young, Pete McKenzie, Heather Ford, 841. 39 degrees. It's going to be a scorcher today. Low 50s. Mm, tomorrow even better. Friday, too. Right? Near 60 tomorrow? Golf days. Yeah. I'm golfing today and blowing leaves tomorrow. And then a tropical uh, storm on Saturday. Not yay! Not anybody's uh, weekend or anything, but it's uh, um, it's uh, flashing back to olden times of the summer and early fall, where oh. Saturdays were... Saturday rain. Yeah. Wait, wait, a tropical storm? I don't know. That's it's what November. you said to me. Shouldn't it be a nor'easter? <laughs> why, why are you asking <laughs> me questions that you answered? <laughs> you shan't ask the question that you don't want the answers yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. True. Yes, indeed. Uh, let's go to the phones here. We got, uh, is this Johnny Waz? Not Johnny Wad. Johnny Waz? Yes, sir. What's going on? You represent America's uh, hometown, right? Plymouth, that's right. Look at that. Look at that. And uh, you, you say you're a, a lifelong Clash player, but you've never actually gotten through to participate. Is that right? It's correct. I oh. get them all right when I'm not on the air. I'll yeah, probably don't screw bomb this right up, now. John. I know. <laughs> well, like I said, you're representing a, a nation of uh, of founders of our nation of our nation. Well, the beauty of it is, Johnny, is that you only need to get three out of five. You know, so. I- so you're saying there's a chance. You're saying there's a chance. <laughs> That's Jim Carrey, I am. You're going to be my grand bitch. Going head to head, rocking out, talking trash. Reign supreme in the classic rock class. Tell you what I miss. I miss saying, Kenny, get, get, Aww. get. Get. I could, but there'd be no one to press the correct right. and wrong oh, buttons. I press buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what the hell would happen. Uh, All right, so uh, Johnny, you get three out of five, and you're going to Bush in Providence. Here we go. What song was Jimi Hendrix's first hit single? Purple Haze or Hey Joe? Uh, Purple Haze. It's Hey Joe. Ooh. Uh, how about this one? Uh, the song Love Boat Captain. Love Boat Captain. Does that belong to Pearl Jam or the Foo Fighters? Foo Fighters. No, oh. it's Pearl Jam. I, I was going to say Captain Steuben. All right, John, now get these three right. Now you need to sweep. I, I, I told you I was going to bomb. <laughs> Come on. you got to think positively. You have life. You're still alive. Stevie Nicks' first solo album, Belladonna, featured this band as the rhythm section. Was that the Silver Bullet Band? Or the Heartbreakers? Heartbreakers. Yeah. Basket Case, uh, which is a good description of the show this week, is a uh, hit song. Oh, Jeez. John. 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 
No curse. I thought it was multiple choice. Yeah. I thought it was multiple choice. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sorry. Johnny, I'm sorry. We're going to have to open up the lines. Yes. Three out of five. Now, I guess that means in this case, I can save my last question for Friday. Bank it. Which I can do. I'll bank that one. You can bank it. Sorry, Johnny. So we're going to open up the phone lines here. 617-931-1007. Green Day, incidentally. Yes. So call Caller 10 will send you to the P-Pack on November 21st next week to catch Gavin Rossdale and Bush. 100.7 WZLX. Skinner and ZZ Top touring next summer. We have them first week of August at uh, Xfinity Center. I think that just went on sale. It's the uh, Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour. Their words, not mine. Mm. I know, it sounds like a clever quip of some sorts, but it's uh, Katie Young, Pete McKenzie, Heather Ford, and... uh, can we uh, can we leave this atmosphere for uh, just a little leave? while? Oh, I can love we, space. Can we leave? Not for another hour. <laughs> Pete asked if we could do our show really fast and then leave for the second half. No, early. Then, like, can we start it? Because we were ready at like 5.15. Right. Can we start right. early so we can go home early? Yeah. Start, <laughs> go home early. Oh, then I said, yeah, let's do the show really fast and leave halftime. Yes. Right. <laughs> we can't go home, but we can. We're going to space. Yes, we are going to space. I'm never going to space. Just to let you know. Space. Ever. Uh, I just want you to be aware, if we didn't have enough to be concerned with here, what with uh, asteroids and aliens coming through our atmosphere to uh, threaten life on this planet, <laughs> yeah. uh, somewhere right now, I will let you know, hurtling more than 200 miles above the Earth's surface at thousands and thousands of miles per hour, huh. uh, not just uh, satellites and such, but no, there is a, uh, a $100,000 tool bag that's orbiting our Earth right now. And they're saying you might even be able to spot it with a decent telescope or a really good pair of binoculars if you know where to look. These aren't hammers, though. These are like space tools. How right? These are like space tools. Like computery space tools. There's, or are these wrenches? I so, mean, spot it with a telescope? Yeah. I mean, that's a big tool bag. Yeah, well, it fell just far enough to where it's uh, too far away from the ISS, the space station, where a rare all-female spacewalk took place the first week of November. As some uh, perform maintenance oh, was being done, <laughs> the tool bag un- inadvertently floated away from the astronauts, yeah, yeah, out of reach, and they had no kind of like grappling mechanism or a, a space well, net to throw fast, at it, like people parts. Like you're not doing anything. You're tied to. St- I'm assuming you're tied to things. They're tethered. And- yeah. Any video I've- you see looks slow. Yes, yeah. I've watched the Matt Damon movie. Mm-hmm. I know that it's dangerous right. to do things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So th- they're worried about this. They couldn't complete the maintenance that they had to do because they needed these specialized Again, the, tools. These are spe- these aren't just fancy wrenches. No, it's not. They're yeah. not charging a hundred thousand dollars for a wrench and a hammer out in space. Well, if you kids put your tool bag tools back where I could find them, right? No, it's not like yeah, a Phillips head or anything like that. I'm assuming it's giant. The bag must be the size of this table. Well, if you can see it with a telescope, it's yeah, got to be pretty big. It's being described as a little bigger than a backpack. Because they had to haul this thing no, out this there. this table's bigger than, much bigger than a backpack. I think you're seeing that with a telescope. It just, it got, just got out of her reach, and as it started to float down towards Earth, it entered its orbit. I, so We I'm, must be confused <laughs> as to how powerful telescopes are in people's homes now. Because uh, yeah. when I was a kid, I could barely make out the moon through the uh, telescope I was given. Dude, I mean, I just saw a Saturn through a telescope in a backyard. and But it was, oh. I mean, it wasn't one on a tripod. It had a circular base. It was big. And oh, I'm looking up like at Saturn. Professional commercial. That was a, like commercial. In like grade. a year yeah. or two, when Saturn's going to be at such an angle that it's going to look like it has no rings. Oh, really? So then you'll have to look through that telescope again. Oh, that's right, because it's tilting, mm-hmm. right? The axis. By the way, I did a quick search on this story, Kenny, and uh, this is not the first time a couple of astronauts have Thank lost God. a tool bag. Thank God it's not oh. like all of a sudden a bunch of women are their first all-woman <laughs> spacewalk and they lose right. a tool bag. Well, Please tell me guys have lost tool bags, too. Well, this you're waiting astronaut for some guy to call in from, and go, yeah. see, I told you. Yeah, women. Well, sorry, astronaut from 2008 named Heidi. Oh, great. Oh, Listen to her. Listen to her. Here she is. Oh. Oh, great. Um, we have a lost tool. I guess the, uh, or you, one of my, or you, or crew outside was not transferred and it's loose. Oh, you can hear. So did not transfer, transfer and it's going. loose. <sighs> yeah, oh, great. Hey, Heidi, crew lock bag. Yeah. You see it? Yeah, we see it. Yeah, we see it. Just see another $100,000 floating Hold away. Specialized tools. Hold on, don't go anywhere. How often do astronauts lose stuff in space? <laughs> it happened four times. 
before to NASA astronauts. Okay. Stop uh, dropping your space women. tools. No, I'm just kidding. All women. <laughs> of course. Uh, oh, this boy. I thought was incredible. The European Space Agency estimates that at any given time, aside from satellites and other uh, equipment up there that's vital to our survival, there are an estimated 11,000 tons of space objects at any given time floating around Earth. It's space junk. Space junk, yeah. Again, like, you have, have you ever seen the cartoon Wally? Wally. Wally. Yeah, it's that like cartoon. It's oh yeah, yeah. Wally. It's a it's a commercial. It's not commercial. It's a movie. It's a Disney, and that's the basis of all of it. It's all that space junk. Yeah. Like, give it the go, watch the first twenty minutes. That's uh-huh. all you need to do. Yeah, and you'll be fine. Well, there's a lot of Wallies floating around up there. It doesn't need to be cleaned up because if even if it falls, most of it's burning up in the atmosphere. Well, the problem anyway. is like the International yeah. Space Station. Even something the size of a dime, if it's space garbage and it's coming at them, oh yeah, it can. Destroy oh, damage the equipment right. because of how yeah, fast right. it's traveling. Yeah. But now think, yeah, this bag's going to eventually just evaporate in the atmosphere. But now, is it? Is they, it it's metal. Are the tools metal? That, uh, unless it's titanium bag, or something. The bag should burn might. Up. Even the metals will. Oh, thanks. So now we're going to have to dodge falling wrenches. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. So now the problem is, like these, you know, these astronauts up there at the ISS, they need these tools. They need the equipment for maintenance. They didn't even finish the job they were doing. So now they're going to have to send another rocket up there. Make more, more tools. tools. <laughs> Make more tools. Send them up. I told you we should have been in the tool making business. <laughs> For right. astronauts. Instead, yes. Instead, yeah. we're in the bribery business. Yes. This is the last week, final week of the $1,000 bribe. Your first of 13 opportunities to grab a grand. 100.7 WZLX. It's Boston's only classic rock morning show. Kitty Young, Pete McKenzie, Hannaford here at uh, 923 here on this Wednesday. We're not calling it hump day anymore. We need to come up with another. Another moniker. How about just Wednesday? How about just Wednesday? And we move on. How about every day's a hump day. right now? Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah. yeah. Hump. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I've got a, uh, I've got a topic to throw out there yeah. to you guys right. and to the listeners. We, we might learn you something here. We might actually learn something on a Wednesday. Uh, if I threw out some legendary names uh, that actually that you could guess, uh, that household names... Bands that are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, not only here in the States, mm-hmm. but also across the pond as well. Okay. That you might be shocked to, uh, to realize are n- have never had a number one hit. Bands, like well, everyday bands. the first bands. one that comes to mind is Boston, because it's such a great debut album, but never a number one hit off that album. Not off the debut. It wasn't until Third Stage and Amanda, I think, that they had their first number I one. I think it was their That's only crazy. one. Which is crazy, That's right? Nuts. That's nuts. Not crazy. even more than a feeling reach number one. No. And right. if, yeah, it, it's crazy. That's so, the one I remember. Yeah. We're okay. talking about singles and not albums, just to the listeners. Just the singles. Yeah, not just albums, singles. number one. When but I was singles. putting together that uh, playlist for the murder mystery dinner at church, and I was looking for like 80 songs, like the best ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, songs that I just that just rocked my world never at number one and it's and they're the songs that you know like they're songs you remember and they Mm -hmm. were there for so long that other songs that were even better never got there so it's not surprising to me because to see the number one songs because i looked at all of them through the whole decade yeah was a little bit of it was a little bit of a brain was oh mickey you're so fine on that list i don't know if was the number i all those one hit wonders (laughs) I yeah. mean, some of them, but not really, no. Yeah. And that's what's crazy. Some of those one-hit wonders and bands, like you know the song, but you forget the artist because that's all they did. That's right. all they had. Yeah. How about if I threw some names out there like Bruce Springsteen? Never now, hit number one? Now, although... Dancing uh, in the Dark? Even though Born? Manfred Mann had a number one with Blinded by the Light, yeah. yes. Bruce's own version from a couple years prior never made it to number one. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Bruce has is. never had a number one single. Philadelphia? Not wow. number one. Wow. Not yeah. on the Billboard Rock charts here. Uh, we've mentioned this before, but Creedence Clearwater Revival, oh all the God. hits that they had, right? they also hold a record of having the most number twos. They've done the, <laughs> they've done the most number twos. Fortunate Son? No? No. Mm, no. Can't not s- even know who stopped the rain. None right. of that. Uh, here's another name that surprised me. Bob Dylan has never had a number one single. Weirdly doesn't surprise me. Rolling Stone, though, yeah. you would think. Right? Maybe. Like, like Rolling, Rolling Stone. Stone. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe even uh, Knocking on Heaven's Door. You think that would have gone to number did one? Did that go to number one for GNR? Uh, it did not. No. It did not. Uh, this isn't too much of a surprise, but Grateful Dead, because they weren't really a, a radio-friendly band. But as you get into the, the, the list, a lot of them are 70s legends. 
But when you think about it, in the 70s, people were buying albums. They weren't so much buying single tracks. And in fact, in Led Zeppelin's case, uh, they prided themselves on the fact that they didn't release singles. They, you know, they they promoted that we're, we're putting out a whole album. So they didn't put out 45s. Five. Right. Well, no, I mean, there was a few. There's yeah. a few, few and far between, but huh. Led Zeppelin's on the list. Would it surprise you that Leonard Skinnerd has never had a number one wow. single? Wow. Again, maybe for the, the fact that they're considered an album band. But you can jump ahead to the uh, the 80s and uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Never so a number one So this doesn't have to do with radio single. play. This has to do with selling. Yeah, on uh, Billboard. Singles. Yeah, Billboard uh, singles yeah. charts. Oh, all right. Never mind. Yeah. What I was looking, at, uh, which is also kind of similar, but the one I was looking for the number one, it was like radio played. Mm-hmm. So right, that, it right. still surprised me. Yeah. Like Zeppelin at one point, by like 77, they had all six of their albums in the charts at the same time. And like just about every time they put something out, it would hit number one as an album, but no singles, right? Hendrix, I think we could we could probably guess. But let's fast forward to the 90s. Would it surprise you, Heather Ford, that Nirvana never had a number one single? Never wow. mind. That's well. There, that's probably because there was something else at the same. Like, like MC Hammer was probably or Vanilla Ice. Yeah, was probably huge at the time, and their songs were just. But like, smells like Teen Spirit. I would have thought that hit number You're one. You're right. Heather Grunge was up against that. Yeah, they were up against the weirdness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. they're up against New Kids on the Block. Mm-hmm. Oh right, think, think yeah. about that. Right, right. Yeah. Jody Watley, maybe. No, uh, <laughs> or maybe I don't know. Green Day. Green Day hasn't had a number one single. I thought that was surprising. Uh, Pearl Jam, R.E.M. Pearl Jam's a surprise. Green Day is a little bit of a niche. Yeah, and know? then the list jumps back and forth here a little it's bit. It's a niche for you. Yeah. It's not a niche for me. Mm-hmm. No. It's it. Yeah, that more, was yeah. This huge. And more like album-orientated bands. AC Did you say DC. Pearl Jam? Pearl Jam's never had a number one single, yeah. Huh. ACDC never did? Not even with You Shook Me All Night Back oh in Black. Is it just all pop music? Wow. And that, disco? I guess so. Is it you all hear Bee about... Gees? Is it all CPR That's music? That's why Springsteen surprised me, because he had that transition album into pop, and it, none of those went to number one. None of those singles wow. hit number one. It's crazy. Journey, Deep Purple, The Clash, Black Sabbath. This list is pretty extensive. I mean, these are all household names, yeah. you figure. Yeah. I need you to give me point. the other list. Of what? The ones that did. I need. We need to hear those. How much tomorrow. time do we have? No, no. Those, <laughs> at nine twenty tomorrow, let's listen. Let's let's find out which ones were that Just would so, surprise us. Like I get. I mean, they'd all How surprise me one? now. Like yeah. what beat out Nirvana? Like they for all. They one? all have to be pop songs. Yeah, they got it. Probably or disco are. again in the seventies. I'm yeah. assuming. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I don't know about the seventies, mm. but. Yeah. I have no idea. Oh, wow. I don't know. I mean, maybe uh, you know, maybe the fact that Pearl Jam was left off the number one spot because maybe this was ahead of it. <laughs> yeah. Good luck getting that out of your head. You though. had to do it again, huh? Uh, Pete, when you go to your uh, bodily inspection today, I bet Baby Shark is going to be somewhere in the files. And then my butt'll and start wiggling. Pete, could you hold still, please? This <laughs> no, will all be no, over I before can't. you know it. Pete McKenzie, Heather Ford, and I'm Kenna Young with the weather. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we Pete go. Pete McKenzie huh? on sports. Uh, 41 right now on its way up in the uh, mid-50s here, 948. Plenty of people have uh, plans being laid for uh, Thanksgiving travel. Plans to get laid? Oh. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, we all do that, don't mm. we? Still? Make yeah. plans or get laid? No, we plans just get laid. Get laid. Uh, I don't do have plans. Uh... Sometimes there are plans. I like plans. You do? I don't like and plans. And sometimes there aren't. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It just depends. I like the spontaneity of it all. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have no one in your home and you don't really have to drive anyone anywhere. Right. I mean, the boss right. always tells us to set appointments. Set appointments. Oh. Not for that, though. <laughs> it's important to set appointments for excitement purposes. Right. So <laughs> that's exciting to me. I've talked yeah. to, well, well, I'll just tell you, my son in law, uh, number one, uh, air travel has been a pain in the ass for him uh, continuously. And he travels a lot. He travels quite a bit. And then uh, a, a fine couple I know, Mr. Adorable and Fancy Nancy, go to Ireland a lot. Right. Well, they went to Ibiza, oh. uh, Spain. I know. Uh, the, I know where it the is. The big party island. Oh, I know. Ooh. And uh, they ran into some delays. In fact, one of their flights back home was completely moved today. So fortunately, they they were planning on coming back Friday, right? But it got moved to Saturday, which was okay. But they still wanted that time to recover. So airports, well, we know how trouble. I can hope be. the bar has scotch in good supply. Yes, always. Cause they piss 
me off totally <laughs> And home is where I want to be Getting back Not watching some old dude pick his nose mm. That's why we have phones I hate this freaking airport <laughs> It's where I'll spend my Thanksgiving Ugh. No way I'm leaving you you remember in 20, you don't remember, 2017, I spent Christmas Day, the entire day, in airports from Boston all the way around the country up to Seattle. Yeah. I had four layovers. And then that New Year's Eve, we were still back in an airplane and we celebrated with the guy at Logan at the, the baggage claim going, Happy New Year in Happy 10, <laughs> 9, 8, in an airport. 7. Oh, in Logan. You uh, think they would do it better God. than that? They didn't. Oh, right, yeah. right. Well, I mean, the issue is um, or was going to be the government shutdown. Because then you would have TSA agents out. Oh, you would have air traffic averted, controllers. Right? You, you know. said this morning, so. Yeah, so, uh, but they're still talking about it being uh, the uh, the third most travel holiday since 2000. 55 million travelers. You mean overall, not just of overall. the year? Overall. The third most since 2000? Since 2000. Wow. wow. 05, of 09, all Christmases, of all Thanksgivings, of all all the days. Yeah. Wow. Everyone's ready yeah. to just bounce. Well, I, I think. I, I have yeah. a, my brother's going to be working. He can work from home that week, and so his, the home will be my house. Mm-hmm. Which will be nice. It'll be nice to have, uh, I don't know if he yells through work. I don't know what he does. I know they... What does he do for work? He, he, I don't know, but the last time he was at my house, he was with Croatia in the morning and L.A. in the afternoon. So <laughs> <laughs> He could be an operative. <laughs> he could. Uh, I think, hey, I think he's just an accountant. <laughs> well, hey, look, I made the strategic move of taking the Strategery. Monday after Thanksgiving weekend off oh, for travel because we're driving. Yeah. Oh. But I'm reading on AAA right now that Sunday and Monday are both going to be cluster Fs. Uh, traveling back, so that's even right. if you they travel early, that, that yeah. list of like best and worst Sunday and Monday travel. coming back will be hard travel. So man. basically, traveling to work on Monday will be be SC two between two and for six us? p.m. for us. It should saying. Be. Oh, two to six p.m. Yeah, good. We'll yeah. be. Fine. Oh, the afternoon coming back is what you're saying. Could be yeah. a problem. And you're driving. Well, you're out. going out of town though. I'm just going to the care. Yeah. Oh, you're going to the yeah because I'm I'm doing the show solo next week. But uh, yeah, I'll be going down the Cape for Thanksgiving. Okay, yeah. but coming back Sunday. Uh, yeah, most likely. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. You could come back Monday morning. Just come right here. <laughs> and it's funny because uh, speaking of coming back Sunday, the wife said, uh, what time's the Patriots game that Sunday after Thanksgiving? Who cares? And I said, does <laughs> it matter? Cares? I mean. We'll just listen to it. That's the big draft pick game against the Giants. Are you kidding? It's a big <laughs> draft one. pick Who game. Who cares? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you what's coming up here. I'll tell you what you should care about. The final week of the $1,000 bribe. Yes. We have your next opportunity to grab a thousand bucks. Thanks to the king of the middays, that would be Carter Allen, and that would be your next keyword at ten ten. So listen up. You know, if you could use an extra thousand dollars in your life here. Good job, well done. Cheerio, and bye for now. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.